Welcome to the Story Weaver podcast. I'm your host, Bron Rauk Mitchell. Come sit with me under the story tree as I weave a tale or two for you. Greetings and thank you for dropping by for Elements of the Craft. Today I'll be discussing mental health and writing. I had hoped to have some questions to answer on the topic, but so far none have been submitted. Before I start, I do have a couple of announcements. The Story Weaver podcast website will be launching over the weekend. I had to delay the launch after some issues with my web host, which still haven't been fully resolved yet. So some parts of the site will be under construction. Don't forget your hard hats and work boots. But please feel free to have a look around and feel free to drop me some suggestions. Uh, so that's the storyweaverpodcast.com. And now, starting on Monday, June 11, I will begin reading Swallow Me Now, book one of the Green Oak series by Melissa Gisbers. Uh, so over the next few Mondays, I will read a portion of the story until I have read the whole book. So please tune in for that. On this Saturday that just went past, my daughter and I attended a book tasting in Glen Waverley, which was run by Melissa. Uh, this was the first book tasting, and so there wasn't as many people as I thought there would be there, but I really enjoyed myself, and I thought it was a great event. No, not just because of the scrumptious afternoon tea that was served. Adam Wallace, author and illustrator, chatted books and illustrating with us. Uh, Melissa introduced us to a number of indie published books and some of those have been added to my to-be-read list. Other indie authors introduced their books too and there was the opportunity to network which I took full advantage of and I left with my head buzzing full of new ideas. I really cannot wait to attend a future book tasting event uh, next time I'll be sure to plug the event on the show so that local writers can pop along and experience the book tasting for themselves. And now, let's get on with elements of the craft. Mental health and writing is not something that I can just sum up in one episode. So I will return to this topic many times in future episodes. It's important to note that this will be from my own personal experience as a writer with several mental health conditions myself. I am not a medical professional and I will not be dispensing medical advice, so please keep that in mind. Conventional writing advice is not always helpful to those that have mental health conditions and even for those without mental health issues. Conventional writing advice can sometimes feel very much a hit and miss deal. Now we all have our own writing process so what works for one person doesn't work for another. But by their very nature conditions such as depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder and so on can be a real challenge to writing and that's without adding additional challenges that may arise if living in an abusive relationship for example. I myself have depression complex PTSD, 
anxiety, and a few other conditions. Each one of these is on its own challenging enough, but if more than one condition is active at the same time, it can be like walking through a minefield, or what I expect walking through a minefield would be like. So I've struggled with my conditions for a large part of my life, It seems a lot of creative people really are tortured, but not all creative people are the cliché either. It wasn't until about 2015-2016 that I started to actually understand my own writer's process. That in itself made a huge difference on those days when my demons were screaming at me. But the real difference for me came in 2017. I'd had my second breakdown and it was during the worst days that I finally began to break through the block that I'd had on and off for years. I began to understand myself more as a writer, and I also learned far more about my conditions. Both of those things made a huge impact on that block. Over the years of being bounced from one medical professional to another, a lot of information on my conditions was not passed on to me. Once I learned that fatigue, for example, goes hand in hand with PTSD and depression, I was able to work around that, stop beating myself up and calling myself old and lazy. So as a writer with mental health conditions, or anyone with these conditions really, it is important to find out as much about your conditions as possible. Fatigue, migraines, poor sleep, nightmares, lack of appetite, these are all symptoms but they are not always addressed as such by medical professionals. These symptoms can make it hard to function normally, let alone when trying to write. Uh, Your head feels heavy and full of cotton wool, and you really, on those days, you can really question what writing is. Conventionally, we are told to take supplements, sleep more, go to bed earlier, set an alarm clock, etc etc and really all of that won't hurt but if you understand that despite doing all of that you may still feel like the walking dead because it is part of your condition you may find it easier to stop beating yourself up and beating yourself up doesn't really help when you're facing a writer's block so follow the advice of the medical professionals by all means but also be aware that there will be days when you feel like a zombie, regardless, because depression, post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety all interfere with a good night's sleep, and fatigue is often the result of you literally fighting your own brain. If you are fatigued, you may not want to sit and write any words, and that's okay. It really is. It's okay to tell yourself that it's okay. So on those days, even writing a sentence might feel as painful as aiming to write a few thousand words. So please, ease up on yourself. Aim to write one word. That's right, one word. On the worst days, that one word might be a challenge, but one word is really better to have written down than no words at all. It's not a cliche. It's not lazy. You have literally just set yourself a small, achievable goal. One word for your work in progress, maybe. Or one word that is an idea to follow through on a good day. One word that is a character name. That one word 
could be almost anything. Now, I'm not talking a random word just to write a word because you'll feel like you're cheating on your project then. But a real goal of one word that goes towards a writing project, that is different. Okay, so I found on those days where I was literally taking it second by second because I was in the lower levels of hell, that writing that one word gave me a real sense of achievement. Now to someone who doesn't know what it's like to wrestle with your own mind, to forget what words even are, talking about writing one word may actually be laughable to them. But to a writer struggling to escape their waking nightmare, that one word is a bloody frickin' lifeline. A reminder that it takes one word at a time to build a sentence, and a number of sentences to build a paragraph, and a number of paragraphs to write a page, and so on and so forth. So next time you find yourself struggling to get out of bed, and your muses are giving you the cold shoulder, try to set yourself that goal of just one word, and see how you feel. On those days, it's also advantageous to switch your focus away from forcing out the words. I'm a great believer that crap can be edited, whereas a blank page can't. But that's on a good day. On the dark days, even crap is hard to push out. And that can cause you to sink into a darker, depressive episode. So I find switching to word associative exercises or brainstorming can sometimes unstick the cogs. Yeah, that's a real technical turn. And you'll be surprised at the gems that you might find amongst the crap when you go back later. If that's still too much, maybe try some research that will help your project. Pick up a book or scroll through some websites. Or better still, head to Pinterest. I found losing myself in Pinterest is a great way to deal with flashbacks or depressive thoughts. It does seem more like play than work, but you can be very surprisingly productive, especially if you remember to pin what you have found. Sometimes I have an idea of an outfit for a character, and on those days I head to Pinterest and I start randomly putting in terms like bowler hat, suspenders, if it's a particular era, I will put that era in and then I will scroll through the pictures and save them. And later on, you'll be surprised at what you have there that you can translate onto the page on a good day. Now, another thing that I have found really helpful when I can't think and when I want to do something writing related I have started reading some of the writing prompts that they have on Pinterest. Again, I always make sure to pin them or referring to later on a good day. Uh, One of the ones that I particularly love reading is the Humans Are Odd, Hold My Beer, Space Australian prompts. All right, they're very entertaining and just reading through them can get the juices flowing again. So uh, an example is... Humans are space orcs revisited. Uh, This originally came from Tumblr by Samurai Knitter. When Terrans first made contact with the rest of the galaxy, the other advanced beings of the galaxy made a request to study human history, purely in the interest of understanding to be sure. When they got permission, they sent in a group of historian archivists, 
with backgrounds in espionage. The best way to learn any civilization's weakness is, of course, to study it in depth. The historians, or spies, are flabbergasted to be given free access to the entire planet's libraries and an unholy, horrifying, unregulated pit of information, misinformation and bickering that they call the Internet. It takes the historian several weeks to realise that the Internet and most of the libraries are open to all. Anyone who desires can access the information. Any of it. There are directions on how to build their worst terror weapons, available to any and all who want to bother looking it up, in their libraries and their internet. Anyone at all can build them, given the proper materials. So they take a day off to discuss this, then go back to work. Terrorism. This is a disturbing concept to the alien historians. They have to take a week off when they get to the invasions of Russia. The humans wiped out their own supplies to keep the other side from getting them. The concept of scorched earth requires another week off. They get to Auschwitz, to Hiroshima, to Stalin and Mayo and Pol Pot. They tell their hosts thank you as politely as possible. They have learned all they need. They obey any and all diplomatic protocols they have been given, are as polite as they possibly can be. They wish they had more rules to follow, more directives for how to behave so as not to anger or offend. As soon as they are sent off-world, they send an alert. Terror is on the permission-only list, to be visited by invitation or not at all. Humans individually are to be treated with caution and all known good manners. No one is sure what they are capable of and do not want to find out. Their history is full of remarkable individuals in all fields, including warfare. Across the galaxy, human scientists and explorers wonder why, all of a sudden, everyone has gotten so nice. They shrug and go to figure out the next interesting thing. Now, this prompt or topic may not be of interest to everyone. It may not be relevant to the work you are currently spending time on but when you are depressed it is amazing how following this topic across Pinterest and Tumblr can actually help you out of the dark place and it can actually help get the creative juices flowing and anything that gets the creative juices flowing when you are depressed is a valuable tool to have. Unfortunately, right now I seem to have run out of time and we've barely scratched the surface on this topic, which I suspected would happen. So if you have any questions on mental health and writing, please send them in an email to thestoryweaverpodcast.com. I will definitely continue with this topic and I would really love to have some questions. And don't forget, I'll be back on Monday with part one of Swallow Me Now by Melissa Gisbers. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you. The Story Weaver podcast intro and outro were created by Paul using licensed music from Stock 20. Paul is also the editor for the show. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email to thestoryweaverpodcast at gmail.com. Farewell for now, dear friends.